And good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral, and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millen Road. And now, your host for Over the Garden Fence, Andy Waddell. Guten Morgen, mein Herr. <laughs> There's my German. I'm done. There you go. <laughs> Guten Morgen. <laughs> and I'm German, and I'm not very good at that. So I, I, should, I should have just said choose. <laughs> that, that's the slang for high and by. Okay. <laughs> now, I was in German in ninth grade, so uh, let's see. Der Bleistift, I think, is pencil, if I'm not mistaken. So. I, I, I took German in, ninth, or in eighth grade, actually, and yes. I forgot most of it. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm telling you. So, hey, good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, we've got a uh, uh, another event at Waddell's. Yeah, you um, were you mentioned that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think some of this, it's kind of an important event because I think a lot of people are um, they count on color in the summer at Waddell's mm-hmm. at their yard in their landscaping, and yet sometimes those green thumbers go brown. And so we have a hydrangea event for touring and education. And so we, we, um, we're just inviting everybody this morning uh, before we uh, get going on our show, though. Right. I like to listen to Roger's show. Yeah. And I, I have a quick bird uh, encounter that was uh, the other night. Yeah. And um, so on one side of our house, we have very large uh turkey vultures that live in a big tree. So we are used to this five-foot bird flying over our house a lot of times. But coming over from Sugarloaf Lake, we have quite a large tree that was uh, pictures from the 1800s, and that tree is still there today. And we have a friendly eagle that likes to visit our house. Mm -hmm. And I will say the body of this animal is got to be <laughs> the size of a small dog. Uh, and it swooped down. It was coming right at us as it pro- more than likely we could see probably got a, a rabbit or something out of the field and, and went back up in the top of our tree and stayed there for about 40 minutes. And oh. So pretty pretty cool. So everybody has uh, their uh, bird encounters. I was listening to Travis this morning. So, hey, uh, good morning, everybody. And uh, please join us at 382 382- 4280 on the radio this morning. If you have hydrangea questions or comments, or um, really me doing some hydrangea uh, giveaways this morning, too. James. Oh, okay. So, so um, stay tuned. And um, if you are a little uh, hydrangea shy, we can always text at what, Jim? 80373. Right. So, good morning to you, and good morning to, uh, oh, to your hydrangea heaven. Oh, I mean the hydrangea event happening at Waddell's Garden Centers. Today, come and stroll or take one of three hydrangea tours or come and learn all day long at our education station, education station, excuse me, and learn about all the ins and outs of hydrangeas from the um, the um, the never-ending comment that we get all the time about I want my hydrangea to flower, but my like my neighbors. But she's always got the blue flowers. She's not a gardener. What gives? Why not mine? We hear that all the time. So let's begin today with some education. Our tours start at 10 a.m. and go at 10, 11.30, and 1 o'clock. Come walk the grounds with our hydrangea experts 
and discover the varieties our team loves as well as seeing the new varieties in and out of our nursery and debuting some brand new varieties for the fall of 2023, spring of 2024. We'll go over um, more on our hydrangea event and actually even some giveaways later in the show. So um, how was <laughs> that weather this week, Jim? <laughs> Holy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a wild ride with heavy storms this week and a lot of moisture. We were really blessed. Um, we're thankful that the Lord provided um, lots of moisture. Parts of this world, you guys, are bone dry. The storms came also with a high of 80s and low of 90s, and actually mid-90s, excuse me. I think yesterday um, really was uh, close to 95. Yeah. Um, uh, I felt for our crews that were out working out in the nursery, out at our farms, out landscaping, and all the workers outside. I give them all credit yesterday for sure. And all the people out west, um, our 95 is nothing. That's right. a that's a break from some of the states that are getting um, some hot heat right now. Um, but low 80s today, and I see the uh, the scheduled forecast looks pretty nice next week. This will actually give us a break to get some of our chores done. So the first thing is, um, let's grab a, a drink of coffee here and realize that everything is growing, growing, growing. Lots of it is growing out of control. With lots of storm damage at our house, there's all kinds of pruning that needs to be done. And Wednesday evening, like I said to Jim, the, uh, the storms was a wild ride. It was a fierce wind at our house with um, a lot of three to four inch caliper sized branches falling off sugar maples. These are not just soft maples. These are uh, trees that have been tried and true over the years in the yeah. winds um, and tipping over probably a nine inch peach tree and, and uh, um, tipped it right over in the yard. Two of my neighbors... Uh, apple trees were probably, I just sprayed them a couple weeks ago, so they were at least 30 to 50-year-old apple trees. She showed me pictures just twisted almost in a 360 degree. So my point being, now is a great time to prune. Yes, on almost everything. Hydrangeas, hmm, shrubs in general, vines, perennials, and evergreens. Going back to hydrangeas, we will learn what to prune and what not to prune. There's a lot of ornamental trees like redbud and cherry that can all be pruned. Evergreens, very safe to clean up, prune. You have a, a good um, couple weeks. We'd like to get done with our evergreen pruning at our farm, usually about the 15th of August. Um, June 15th, July 15th, um, you know, usually is uh, an optimal time. It can go up to August 15th. So, but there is a few things on this hot, dewy, hot time. A certain disease called fire blight, which is an airborne disease, can enter new wounds in pruning on apple, crab apple, hawthorn, pear, ornamental pear, and peach. Please wait till cooler weather in the fall when the leaves are dropping. That is a safer time. The disease can spread even on your pruners. If you're pruning trees and you have to prune right now, remember between plants, make sure and uh, sterilize uh, your pruners before you move on to the next plant. 
Remember, never prune an oak right now, dead or alive, even until dormancy. Yes, even the dead branches. And did I say storm damage earlier? What if there's storm damage on my oak? Yes, and it has to be pruned. Demand the tree man to seal every prune immediately after pruning. During the growing season is what they require. Talk to an arborist. He will know. Some uh, Sometimes fly-by-night tree pruning companies will do you a great favor, and actually it's a disservice by pruning oak right now. Seal cuts with a tree wound dressing if it is necessary. Other things after the storm damage, I think a lot of things, even in the nursery or at the store, laying right over. Tomatoes, cleome, clematis, dahlias, hollyhock, all got really beat up from the wind. Easy to stake, easy to put up, um, um, either with a stretch tie or we have a Velcro stretch tie. So as the plant grows, you can undo it and hook it back up. We use it on the tomatoes, and as the tomato grows, it doesn't choke itself out. Summer spray to keep up on the bugs and disease. Sometimes it is sure nice because your final surge before the harvest, the last thing you want to do is let all the bugs eat it. I ate a peach off the tree the other night just to do <clears throat> my own test. <laughs> Wish I had a little ice cream with it. But the peaches are so close. Um, but again, right next to it is apple trees that must have, like I said last week, 10,000 Japanese beetles. I don't know where the surge has come from. The last couple seasons it seemed to be going down. But they love apple. They love grapes. So spray in the cool of the morning, again below 70 degrees with triple action. That will take care of them along with any disease that is popping up on late season moisture. So earlier we talked about our hydrangea event. Um, hydrangea, I got a couple quick stories, Jim. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was a kid, Dad would uh, take us over to South Haven to go fishing along the pier. And afterwards, he'd kind of drive through some of the neighborhoods to kind of look along the lake shore. We'd always like to look at, at the Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the houses had these big blue plants that we were all like, hey, back in Kalamazoo, why don't we have that plant? And Dad would always say, we do. They just don't flower over here because of X, Y, and Z. So not knowing really why and what, that's why we started carrying um, some education and some information and for sure on our tours today to learn why. I'll tell you the reason, a lot of it, South Haven always has a lot of snow. Mm -hmm. Good snow coverage, good insulation, three to four feet of snow. Those hydrangeas always got insulated. Come back here to Kalamazoo, yeah, we'd have a lot of snow. Two days later, we'd have a lot of melt. Freeze, thaw, freeze, thaw. Those poor hydrangeas never got the insulation they needed for those buds to oh. overwinter. Oh. So suddenly you'd start putting two to two together. Those hydrangeas would come back no problem in your yard. But everybody, they'd come up like hosta. And all the new flower or the flower that you'd see over in South Haven was all on last year's flower, last year's buds, last year's stalk. And all the new growth this year in Kalamazoo <laughs> all comes up like a hosta. No flower. Wow. So... We have worked with many companies over the years, and one including Proven Winners, one with Bailey's and Simple Pleasures. 
very hard on working on new varieties that will tend to bloom and repeat bloom over and over. The word hydrangea comes from the Greek word for water, hydro, barrel, or jar. It was actually given to the plant because of its shape, which resembles an ancient water pitcher. An appropriate name, yes, because since all hydrangeas need lots of water. Hydrangea is uh, um, by far everyone's favorite, from weddings to landscaping to container gardening. They are actually very easy. What? Wait? I said easy? Yes, they can be easy if you follow some easy pointers. Start with this. What side or exposure are you trying to work with at your home? North, south, east, or west? Hmm. All different areas, all different exposures, all different sunshine, all different hydrangeas could work. Is this area that you're talking about out in the open? Hmm. Is this area in the woods with all kinds of competition for shade and water? Are you a gardener? Do you enjoy your yard? Or are you wanting not to touch anything and your non-gardener just want the beauty? So some of those are just uh, um, uh, early start on our hydrangea conversation. But I'll say that um, another quick story, I had a couple neighbors. And the neighbor was facing west. Their house looked west. They loved their neighbor across the street and their house faced east. The protected side or the east side, the morning sun and the afternoon shade. The west homeowner wanted just what the east homeowner had. Rhododendron, azaleas, blue hydrangeas, boxwood, red hydrangeas, pieris and jap maples, Japanese maples, and then uh, um, easily that west exposure homeowner buys some of those plants and he gets an uneducated installer to put those plants in on the west exposure. There he thinks, now I got a great yard. But that east exposure person was the gardener. They used cedar mulch. That mulch kept the roots cool. The west homeowner was a low maintenance person. The low maintenance person was a, um, yeah, I just want my Friday night and Saturday, I'll be walking out in the yard the rest of the week. I just want somebody to take care of it. So let's put river rock around all our hydrangeas and boxwood. The river rock tend to have the plants freeze and thaw and freeze and thaw. Think of a road. Dirt roads get the easiest frost laws on the quickest. Their mm-hmm. signs go up the quickest. Yep. It's the easiest to freeze and the easiest to thaw. They don't want the big trucks on the dirt roads. Think of the river rock. Same thing. The frost goes in. The frost comes out. Mulch keeps the frost in. So we're not trying to keep the heat in. We're trying to keep the cool in. So suddenly the river rock person and the washstone person started, their plants started to fail. They call the landscaper. The landscaper comes to Waddell's. Help me. What did I do wrong? I planted these plants and none of them are doing well. Well, little getting to the answer or to the bottom, sometimes a little CSI work goes a long ways. After a little discovery, 
we see that uh, um, all those problems he had could have easily been solved by picking the right plants. Yeah. So just a little FYI, I have um, a couple details. We'll go to a break mm-hmm. on some new varieties along with a bunch of new ones also that we've had for a number of years that we'll just say are tried and trues. Excuse me, along with our brand new ones, too, at the same time. There you go. 382-4280, or you can text in your question to 80373. Over the Garden Fence continues after this on WKZO. Looking for something to class up your outdoor living area? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has a beautiful selection of furniture that would be perfect for your outdoor entertaining. And right now, it's all 25% off. Plus, Waddell's will even deliver and set it up for no extra charge. Check out the eucalyptus wood sets available at Waddell's, made up top quality eucalyptus for years of enjoyment. The Plow and Hearth All-Weather Wicker Set includes two chairs, two ottomans, cushions, and a table. Waddell's also has many choices of metal benches that are functional as well as decorative, and they're all 25% off. Or get a chat set like the green metal table set that would be a great focal point for a garden or small patio. Now's the time to pick out just the right piece of outdoor furniture while it's all 25% off, plus free delivery and setup. You could buy outdoor furniture just about anywhere, but Waddell's carries furniture that lasts for years on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Tigers baseball this afternoon. It's Detroit and Miami. The Marlins down in Miami. 345 pregame with Dan Dickerson right here on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Personally, I'm still recovering from last night's uh, game ending (laughs) catch by Mike Tockman saving the Cubs win over the Cardinals. Oh, my goodness. Uh. Whew. Yeah. yeah, take a breath. I, I am. I'm good. I'm I, I'm good. I'm good. Now I'm what's, good. I, I heard uh, Tigers were were they eight behind. I think last night. I I know they lost five to six. It was yeah. It was top of the ninth. We were watching it. It was it was really close. They were uh, they were trying to load the bases, but didn't didn't work. And too bad about the Cubbies too. At the same time. Well, so. no, Cubbies won. Oh, we won. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, it was a game-saving catch oh, on game the saving. last <laughs> on the last play of the game. Had had the had Talkman dropped or not caught that Cardinals would have oh, walked God. off with the win. <laughs> so technically, the Cubs walked off with the win. Oh my gosh! Yeah, in St. Louis. Yeah, against the Cardinals. Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm wanting to talk about the story behind the hydrangea flower. The hydrangea flower is actually some of the most popular in Japan. The symbolism comes from a story about a Japanese emperor and his love. The emperor fell in love with a girl, but ended up spending limited time with her as he went about his duties. To show her his regret and care and his love for her, he sent her a bouquet of hydrangeas. Hmm. So that's kind of why some of these uh, hydrangeas have a symbolism of love, too, at the same time. So I am going to go back to that South Haven story. Yeah. I remember plants in flower, and I'll tell you, some of those names, everybody, used to be Nico Blue, Old Glory, Blue Wave. Those were great varieties. Uh, Cardinal Supreme, great varieties of hydrangeas that would flower, but they would only flower on Old wood. In 2007, Bailey Nursery came out with 
believe it or not, a gentleman named Michael Durr was walking a series of hydrangeas. He's our guru of all our plants in the United States, writes a number of books, and he finds this one hydrangea that is in flower or endlessly blooming in the summer or calling it the Endless Summer Series. And since then, many varieties have come from that. We also have uh, proven winners. They are out of Spring Lake, Grand Haven area. They work s extremely hard on reblooming or good varieties of hydrangeas. Some of their um, uh, plant gurus go up into the mountains of Japan and the Alps and hunt in the um, in the quest for hardy hydrangeas. So Tim Wood is one of the gentlemen, and we've been to some of the facilities up in Spring Lake and Grand Haven, and when they introduce a proven winner, it has gone through years of rigorous testing. That's why we have a new variety called Skyview. Hmm. And Skyview is, they're saying, as far as a blue, one of the best. It has... Um, Performance Let Stand Skyview is a standout for consistent yearly blooming. Whether you are Michigan or in Florida, it has an extensive breeding program. Not, uh, um, not only the ability to conserve its old wood buds in the face of weather challenges, hello Michigan, but also has the ability to continue to create new flowers. You'll also love this cultivar to turn how easy it is to turn blue. This variety only gets about 24 to 36 inches height and width. So it's a great new variety uh, maturing in that sky blue um, color. So we have introduced that today, and I'd uh, love to give maybe a few of those away. So if somebody wanted to call in, what I would want is the results down the road, somebody coming back to Waddell's and saying, hey, that variety was awesome, or I had challenges with that. So oh, I'm going to give a couple sky views away if they'd like to come down to the hydrangea event today. Okay, there you go. 382-4280. Let's take a quick break. Over the Garden Fence continues next on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Waddell's highly anticipated Heavenly Hydrangea event is going on today until 5 o'clock. It's your chance to learn about how you can have loads of blooms in your landscape with out spending loads of time taking care of the plants. Waddell's has dozens of Easy Care hydrangea shrubs that provide amazing amounts of color. Join Waddell's experts today at 10 o'clock, 11.30, or 1 p.m. to take a walking tour of their hydrangea beds to see which varieties you like best. A favorite you'll want to consider is the Blue Jangles Hydrangea. With a great combination of beauty and hardiness, and it's disease-resistant and a prolific bloomer. Or get the incredible Blush Hydrangea and enjoy fabulous, massively large pink blooms from early summer through frost. Or try the Little Lime and enjoy light green blooms during summer, which turn pink and burgundy in the fall. Not sure which hydrangeas will do the best in your landscape? The Heavenly Hydrangea event is going on today until 5, including door prizes and free popcorn and lemonade at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. 929-73 in Kalamazoo. Over the Garden Fence continues with Andy Waddell. Hey, thank you, everybody, and thanks for joining us at our Hydrangea Weekend. And um, sometimes we uh, get new varieties, and people just don't know what to do with them. They're all pretty. So sometimes it is the pruning end of how to take care 
of those hydrangeas. So just a little hydrangea care so everybody knows. The big leaf hydrangeas is, is by far what everybody is looking for. Big leaf hydrangeas include things like bloomstruck, summer crush, uh, very large leaf, what I kind of say, the perennial form. They bloom on old and new stems. So prune off the dead stems and the spent blooms after the plant is leafed out. Otherwise, I'd almost leave the plant be. Protect the older style plants, not necessarily bloomstruck, but some of those older varieties, so that budstock can overwinter better. We'll talk about mulching heavily later on. Smooth varieties or Annabelle variety, incredible. They bloom on new stems, remove about one-third of the height of the plant. Prune in early spring after one to two seasons of growth. What I like to say about Annabelle or the Smooth Series compared to the big leafed variety, which is called Macrophylla. Smooth Series is kind of when I used to go to the, the UP and you drive along and the house gym is long gone. The, 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 maybe the barn or the silo is still standing, but out in the yard is mm -hmm. a foundation from the house, two lilacs, and I'll be darned, a row of Annabelle hydrangeas. Oh. They're tried and true. They're very tough. And if you don't have a green thumb, start with a series like that called in Incredible, Invincible Spirit, Super Easy Plants. Panicle, or varieties called PG hydrangea, bloom only on new stems. They are the vase-shaped varieties or vase-shaped varieties that bloom in the late spring, early summer. Things like limelight, limelight dwarf, little uh, limelight prime, firelight, uh, varieties like that is just uh, easy to remove one-third of the height of the plant late fall through early spring. Again, pruning is what we're talking about because the next one, oak leaf, blooms on old stems. So prune off the dead stems and spent flowers after the plant is leafed out. One person used to have a row of them. I drive along um, uh, Bishop Road on the way home. The plants were beautiful, and I swear Grandpa would come out and prune them every single fall, and, and probably not even knowing that he was pruning off all the flowers for the following year, which just like, ugh. So Mountain Series, varieties like Tough Stuff, that's a Serrata Series. They bloom on old wood and new stems. They are the toughest of all the varieties. Tough Stuff, tiny Tough Stuff, um, prune off the dead stems and spent blooms after the plant is leafed out. There's a, uh, uh, a rhythm here, you guys, because really we try to say wrong pruning takes care of a lot of issues at the hydrangeas. Climbing varieties, um, you know that blooms on old stems and you know that variety can reach over 40 feet. So pruning is not necessarily, but to control the size of the plant, prune as soon as the flowers are done. The older hydrangeas that are not performing well, have smaller blooms or weakened stems, may need to be revamped. Up to one-third of the plant's stems can be pruned down to the ground. This will encourage new stems, bigger flower, and better foliage, but not necessarily the same year. Mm -hmm. No oomph in the plant? Hmm. Maybe there is some techniques on that. Macrophylla and Mountain Series need special care. 
not needed by the other varieties. So we like to say on Thanksgiving weekend, no matter what, don't do it early. Cover the entire plant in cedar mulch. I like to actually mound the plant up. So if your plant is two feet tall, that's what I'm saying, cover it with 18 inches of mulch. You're saying, what? How do I keep that? You actually put a full bag of cedar mulch on every one of them. Cover the buds up. You know then the buds will overwinter inside that mulch line. Don't do your mulching early. You will create a haven or a hotel for all your rodents. Ah. Mulching in October will just nothing but bring in uh, shrews, voles, mice, which will actually love that nice woody of the hydrangea down in the mulch. Remove mulch after the danger of frost has passed, usually the middle of May. Even the beginning of May is nice to remove that so it can start breathing. Sometimes the uh, uh, plant will turn white and uh, underneath that mulch. So keep the mulch pulled away. You get a heavy, frosty 8-degree night, 12-degree night. Throw the mulch back on the plant. Take you five minutes and sometimes just a little TLC on that wintering and over uh, for pruning will help out. Mm -hmm. When we come back, we'll uh, go over fertilizing and color changing, which is probably some of the most uh, maybe questionable or confusing ideas. Questions for Andy, 382-4280, or you can text it to 80373. More of Over the Garden Fence next. This time of year, you expect your plants to have an abundance of blooms and to keep plants in the height of their blooming glory or to help some of those blooms that are a little disappointing. Waddell's Garden Center recommends Fertilone Blooming and Rooting Plant Food. This high phosphorus water-soluble fertilizer gives your plant stronger roots, which equals more flowers and fruit. Hydrangeas especially require extra phosphorus. You can almost watch them react with more and larger blooms. This week, three sizes of blooming and rooting are on sale. The 8-ounce size is just $6.98, the 1.5 pound is on sale for $15.98, and the 3-pound bag is on sale for only $27.98. Don't forget your tomatoes, berries, and veggies. Blooming and Rooting promotes more fruiting on almost anything that needs a boost and is available at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Open Monday through Friday 9 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 5, closed Sundays. After early morning showers and thunderstorms, we are dry for our Saturday. Plenty of sunshine is expected this afternoon as high temperatures rise to near 84. It will be a bit breezy, especially towards the lakeshore as winds turn to the north at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Later on tonight, a few passing clouds will develop. Low temperatures overnight fall to near 60. We'll be slightly cooler as we look ahead to Sunday with a high near 78 with plenty of sunshine staying dry for the first half of the week. Tracking Southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist Sarah Flynn. The sun is trying to come through. Yay! But clouds for the most part still. <laughs> 73 in Kalamazoo. Rain has cleared the state of Michigan for the most part. But, you know, we could use another day of soaking. I don't think we have enough, you know. I just don't think we have enough quite yet. Yeah. Do you agree? I agree. Well, this morning I could feel I was out real early and the the humidity it felt like had broke a little bit, which yeah. was nice. Yeah, it was. It was. So uh, I am I am very anxious to open my windows tonight. Yes. Yes. Now for the hydrangeas, they are loving it. Really? <laughs> Hydrate. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay? okay. So the plants are loving, and that's why maybe pruning right now, we were talking about pruning is one of the main things to be doing in the yard. Holy smokes. Everything is going ballistic as far as growing, including those hydrangeas. So we're um, 
we're talking about uh, our hydrangea event today. And some of the hardest things is what to do as far as feeding and changing color. So macrophylla and mountain series, remember some varieties can't be turned. A pink hydrangea is always going to be pink. Mm. It is might be fade and be a lighter pink or a mauve to a, a darker pink, but same with like summer crush, which is a red. That is not going to switch to a blue, but sometimes your blue varieties tend to fade, go to a pink, go to a purple or a mauve, and then Get your acidity up. So, number one, what we said before, um, bring in soil sample to Waddell's plant doctor. Hmm. Determine if the pH is, is too high or too low and if lime or sulfur is needed. Do you want pink blooms? pH should be around 7 or neutral for a pink bloom on a variety like Bloomstruck. Do you want purple or lavender blooms? Soil pH should be around 6 to 6.5. Do you want blue blooms? The soil pH should be around 4.5 to 5. So feed with a spoma holytome early in the spring and late fall. Use triple superphosphate to encourage more flowering or more blooming. Triple superphosphate is always used if there is a plant that is having a struggle with flower, rhododendron, azalea, hydrangeas, pieris, all things that are in full flower when you buy them, and I swear then they go home, including me, and will not flower very good the next couple years. They are taking a time off. The transplanting has done it. So superphosphate or triple superphosphate will encourage more bud and flower development as well as good stem growth. If foliage is yellow, or the veins are yellow, bring in some soil samples again to be tested. Plant doctor can immediately recommend chelated iron or sulfur. So you know you all varieties love a little food, a spoma holytone and a spoma, which is a very, very near organic, is a great, great fertilizer. Um, why we carry some of those varieties, Jim? You can accidentally dump one pound or 10 pounds on the plant. And because it's a slow release, it won't burn the plant. Now, oh. I would not recommend doing that. I'd probably clean most of that 10 pounds up, but that's what's nice. Compared to nitrogen, you right. can put 12, 12, 12 and go, oops, too much. Because two or three days, you'd see a plant oh, go downhill. Oh, Top dress your plants with compost one e once a year. You know that plant will highly benefit with organic material around that hydrangea root. So there's a little TLC with hydrangea care. Okay. Let's take one more break. Last call for phone calls at 382-4280. Over the garden fence, we'll put a wrap on it next on WKZO. Wouldn't the perfect combination be to have loads of summer blooms in your outdoor landscape without having to spend loads of time taking care of them? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has some great ideas that will do just that. And today, during Waddell's Heavenly Hydrangea event, is your chance to learn all about hydrangea varieties you may want to consider. A beautiful new hydrangea is the Let's Dance Sky View. It blooms continuously with gorgeous sky blue blooms and a light green center. And this week, all hydrangeas at Waddell's are 25% off. And today only, you can enter to win one of these beauties. Another can't miss is Bloomstruck. You'll enjoy pink, purple, and blue blooms all on one plant. Bloomstrucks are also on sale, now just $39.99. 
During today's Heavenly Hydrangea event, you can take a free walk and talk tour. Tour times are 10 o'clock, 11.30, and 1 p.m., and there's no charge. Plus, enjoy free popcorn and lemonade. It's the Heavenly Hydrangea event at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. 941 at WKZO. Andy reminded me off air uh, a few minutes ago that football season is close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Coming my up. goodness. Yes, yeah. yes. So we just had um, Carol call in, and she had a rhododendron question. She had planted it, mulched it, no blooms. And uh, yeah. so what did she do wrong? And I'm going to say, Carol, first thing, probably you did nothing wrong. Probably the plant Let's make sure that it's on a north or an east exposure. West or south would be hard on a rhododendron. And I like to protect the plant and make sure that uh, um, it is insulated for the winter. If it is in a heavy west or a south, even on a protected east or north, I like to cover the rhododendron in the wintertime, making sure those buds don't freeze out. The other thing, though, Carol, is what we... um, we should sell this item. It's called Patience and Hydrangeas. I was going to say it is similar to rhododendron. In a few years, rhododendron will probably start sending its flower again. Hmm. But sometimes late spring frost of the year before or late summer burnout will take some of those rhododendron flower out. So, um, again, triple superphosphate will surely help with a rhododendron or azalea family that is not in flower. Put it on now half strength and then do it half strength in 90 days that would help with that rhododendron set and flower bud i learned so many things mm-hmm. on this show yeah yeah and i get paid for it too yeah. we'll, figure. <laughs> well you know what we sell rhododendron they're loaded with flower and then they sometimes go home and then take a one year or two year or three to five years off and it, uh-huh. it is kind of normal in the plant so hydrangea can be the same way so i'm just letting you know from a to z we have from Alice, variety of oak leaf, all the way down to Zinfandel. So, Jim, we have uh, Haza counted. Sherry and Haza are nursery managers, and we mm-hmm. have over 50 varieties this year of hydrangeas. And the reason is almost every one, Jim, has its place. You want full size, we have it. You want a dwarf variety, we have it. Shade, sun, you know, low maintenance. It's kind of a the whole gamut. So stop by, get some education from our Lucy booth. Uh, we've got a great team there. Or come to one of three tours today at 10, 11.30, or at 1 at what else? There you go. Go yeah. down there and, and check out the hydrangeas and, and see Andy you and his staff. You bet. Thank Thank you, you, everybody. Thank you, Andy, and thank you all for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery, Floral, and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road.